Castle. It's 6 a.m. Rise and shine. Let's talk sports and welcome to the grind. And good Tuesday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we grind it out here on a Tuesday edition. Jeff, welcome in. Always, always fun to talk. And, uh, and, and man, it's, uh, it doesn't know if it wants to be hot or cold, but it's, uh, it's a little chilly out there this morning. Yeah, yeah, it brought us back. It's uh, cold and... I think it's supposed to warm up towards the end of the week, but I definitely had to put pants on this morning. I'll say after yesterday, man, all the rain uh, and then the storms again. Uh, thoughts go out to people in Chattanooga. It's just they got uh, hammered. Well, it's just one of those deals, man. We've crossed the state now. We, you know, we had the Nashville tornadoes. Now we've had Chattanooga tornadoes, and just, just the, the I guess the blessed mountains we have. Yes. I, I mean, honestly, you know. You talk about out in the flat area of Middle Tennessee or, or off the, the plateau there in Chattanooga. It's just it's an exposed area that we just don't have. No. You know, we're, we're blessed to be in, inside these mountains that kind of protect us, and it sure did that one more time. So, uh, again, uh, Maryville is, is knocked the temperature down a little bit, but uh, I'm, I'm okay with that. Again, the damage was minimal at my place. Uh, a guy in my neighborhood lost his trampoline. That's, that's the last two storms. One trampoline each storm has went down. Uh, I think I mentioned this last week that I had just got mine staked down. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Couldn't have been perfect timing. Oh, yeah. Like, if I ever get a trampoline, like, that thing's going to be like a 17-person tent staked down. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's going to have it in every, every oh, moment. We, we, we candy cane some rebar, and then I hammered it in. You ever seen, like, this just speaks to my background, maybe. Have you ever seen uh, uh Mobile home stake downs. Oh, those hurricane tie things. Yeah, that'll yeah. go like four foot in the ground. That, oh, yeah, yeah, I might get some of those. I think I'd hold it. Yeah, forever. It's one of those you'd rather have it, not need it, than need it, not have it. Right? Sing a different tune. <laughs> Tremors. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but but Jeff, since we talked last, man, the the sports world has kind of went crazy uh, again. Uh, you know. We've went crazy here. I don't know if you heard yesterday. We did a little start bench cut with Boone, and uh, Boone was cutting all Americans. I say that with a grain of salt. Like Jeff just went, <gasps> but uh, they were all all Americans, so he, you had to cut them. Uh, but no, it, it was funny. I pulled at Boone's heartstrings a little bit with Tennessee football. Uh, we'll do again uh, tomorrow. We're gonna do. Uh, we're supposed to have a guest. We're supposed to have a a special guest, a, a Maryville College alum, uh, a uh, a Boone football. Uh, counterpart teammate whatever you want to call it he's connected dude boone is boone was on hey boone was on the four greatest years of maryville college history no kidding yeah that's no, awesome no joke uh went from zero and nine his freshman year and then like one you know lost like three games since but it's uh it's it was pretty 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 remarkable but anyway and, and then all the great guys that come off that team have been really successful in life so uh, it, it's it's good to talk to those guys, get them back in here, and just reham up some of those cool stories. Because I mean, they did. They had moments where you know they knocked off Carson Newman when they right. were like number four in the country, and, and and you know they knocked off a couple other teams when they were really highly ranked. And uh, uh, Coach Tony Iruly that I had twice last week, he lost one home game, 
And he says he didn't lose any because he was a freshman, couldn't play varsity that year. <laughs> so that don't count. Yeah, so don't count. and I, I can agree with that. I mean, That's fair. It's about inches, right? It's all about the inches. But uh but anyway, uh, we did a little start bench cut. We'll continue to do that today. I've been trying to think of a different name for that because other other outlets call it start bench cut. But I just, I mean, we call it gold, silver, bronze, king, queen, jack. I mean, I don't know what you call it. So we're just going to stay with start bench cut because yeah. you know what we're talking about yeah. when we say that. So uh, we'll do a little bit of that. But I want to open up, Jeff, with uh, kind of a topic that's a little bit I don't know, a little bit close to home in, in the fact that we were really amped up for one of these and uh, and it just let us down. XFL shuts the doors. XFL releases basically all their employees, keeps a couple CEOs and, and manager level uh, to do some, some organizational work, uh, but cut all ties and say they don't understand whether they'll be back in 2021 uh, just yet, but look like yesterday they kind of put the nail in the coffin on that. As they filed for bankruptcy, yeah, I so disappointed, and and I get it. It's hey, it, you better get on Dick Sporting Goods, get your uh, Renegades hat. Cause, I, uh, do, does anybody do? Does anybody have them still? Or? So they all still have them, but none of them are on sale yet. I'm watching <laughs> this like a hawk. Yeah, I'll I'll have to do that or buy a roughneck. That'll be a uh, yeah right, yeah right. They didn't win anything important. Hey, Steve Spurrier called himself AAF champion, so I'm gonna call them Roughnecks <laughs> AA or XFL champion. I guess that's fair. But yeah, hey, they it, they won every game. Maybe was put in. So disappointed because they and I get it. It's out of their control. It's it's just kind of the nature of the beast. It, they were, you could definitely tell they were very revenue heavy from the fans. They needed that money, and now that they don't have yeah. it, and, and I think it's one of those deals, man, where it just. You can't have these issues in year one. No, you know, and I, and I don't know that you couldn't have a reboot three point oh. I don't. My gosh, I don't know that you couldn't do the it NFL again. Did it? <laughs> yeah, right. They did it. It's a thirty for thirty. It is a thirty uh, but, for thirty. Uh, but uh, well, here's what I say. You know, if you'd have had this in year two or three, maybe they had a foundation laid and and it could have got through it. But they didn't. So. Here's my question, and it's, you know, it's XFL's out, you know. And, again, I think I'm just going to hate the next spring league that comes in because I, I got, you know, I was that dumb fish that was like, oh, yeah, that can't be that same bait that hooked me last time. Homp. And then hook, line, and sinker, here I go. So, I just, I think I'm going to hate the next spring league. I don't care what it is. Like, I'm just going to hate it because it'll probably stick around for forever if I hate it year one. Oh, you're going to do that reverse psychology yeah, thing. Yeah, it's my thing. I understand that. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I do it with Tennessee football and it works. I hope that they don't totally give up on the XFL and maybe there's a 2.5 launch or a 3.0 or whatever. The kicker is they checked all the right boxes. They looked at what they did. They looked at what the AAF did. They looked at what the NFL did. And to me, they checked all the right boxes. I think they had a very promising start. And if this thing doesn't hit, what we should be seeing championship football right about this time, right? Yeah. So, you know, a couple weeks. I I think they don't need. I I think what they're doing right now is they're they're trying to save money. I get it, but. I I hope they don't shut the door on this completely. Um, what do, what does the 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 bankruptcy thing do? I mean, does that does well, that shut the door, or does that just kind of say it, we might be buying a new door? They they made it a point to call it Chapter Eleven, and I don't know a whole lot about all that. 
but I know that there are different types of bankruptcy and some bankruptcies are like restructuring bankruptcies. And I'm hoping that maybe this one is that. Hey, uh, maybe they'll make them like the Packers and we could just buy a part of the XFL. I'd do it. I think I would. Yeah, I would definitely give them $5. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, give or take. Or, uh, or, uh, or, or you know, maybe like a, a partial percentage, whichever one's lower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, I, but, but are you ever going to – if this thing dies, like if this thing's done, are you ever going to, like, trust a spring league ever no, again? I don't think I can. Never. Because Never. It, they give us that taste of it, and then it's gone. And I can't. It it hurts. Yeah, I know, right? It's like it's like she said she loved me. Yeah, but uh, here's my thing. I I'm not going to because here I I can I can fill my time with things that I know is going to be there. Well, I I guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, in in today current 100 well, yeah. sports, nothing's there, right? But what I'm saying is, in a normalcy, in a, in a situation to where it's it's what it has been for a hundred years. Yes. I'm going to stick with college basketball. I'm going to stick with college baseball. I'm going to give him a little love. Uh, and, and then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pick something else up. I'm going to spring. Well, yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> why not? In a world of no consistency, the NHL can provide me that. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, you know, spring football, you know, there's just a lot going on that if, if it takes me waiting three or four weeks, just for me to to get to the next yeah. rung of my sports that I know will be there, then it's not worth it. Because I mean, they had a great model; like everything worked. You know what I'm saying? And even even their end game worked because their springboard for a lot of players to the NFL happened. You know, PJ yes. Walker's back in the league. You know, um, Jordan Tamu's back in the league. A slew of defensive players are back in the league. So, I mean, their end game, which I feel like that was it. It was a farm system for the NFL. It was good. But, but you just can't, even if this was the route you wanted to go, and, and maybe, you know, Vince McMahon's a shrewd business guy. He's He's got to get them get the paper lined up. But even if this was the way you wanted to go, it just it just still and, and and there was a lot of people that from jump never gave it a chance because of the AAF. Now, You've almost you've almost swelled that a little bit, and now why would we ever want? Oh well, that's cute, that's cute. I, I don't know that you shouldn't make like spring football like, like I don't know, like adult league softball, where you have weekend tournaments. Yeah, you have you have your teams. You know, you have the Roughnecks, you have the Renegades, you have the DC Defenders, and they just show up on a weekend and you play like a round robin deal where. You know, on Sundays you got a championship game. That way, if in the middle of the week, you know, funding's not there, hey, we don't have a tournament this weekend. But there's no schedule. There's no, oh, man, look, week four, week eight, you know, because, I mean, we were waiting on the next Renegade Roughneck, uh, you know, rivalry game because it had kind of become that little in-state kind of thing. And it never happened. So I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to spitball a little bit of what I, you know what they could do to to even buy back some love from me. And that's about it. Is don't don't tell me how long this thing's going to go. Just say hey, you know Super Bowl Sunday's this. The next weekend we're going to have a Friday Saturday Sunday tournament. You know what I'm saying? And now maybe yeah. those play, players in football is not really interested in playing three straight games. But hey, if they want a paycheck, I mean, be fun to me. 
Yeah. And pay them by game. I mean, if in the XFL you were getting, say, I don't know, 15000 a game, 15000 on Friday, 15000 on Saturday, because then they could beat the, uh, the, uh, the March Madness. You basically just play for the month of February, and then you can you could heal your body, get ready for the the draft, or get ready for whatever. You could you know participate in a pro day. You could do whatever you want to do. Still get to the NFL, and then you you're not having to fight March Madness or anything. I mean, That's I think I've point. got a decent model. I think about a six week season, done. You maybe maybe get, four tournaments. Get old Vince on the phone. If he'd take my call. <laughs> I don't think he takes calls from four two three. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Rocky tops on WGAP. See, this is when I, I do my best work when we have great music coming across WGAP. That's why every morning this thing's off the chains. Yeah, I don't know. Good I, point. Well, I think that's probably self gloating. I probably shouldn't do that. Nah, build yourself up. <laughs> My little boys like it. They 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 say they say you going to do your radio station. I was like, well, it's not really a whole station, but it's it's kind of fun. But but anyway, uh, do you think this was quick trigger? Do you think uh, do you think XFL? Because uh, I mean, if you really look at it, and I know this seems like it's March forty eighth uh, of the of the year, but I mean, if you really think about it, this thing we've literally. What is 20, 24, 25 days now is as far as this this local shutdown. But I mean, probably a month, six weeks at the best um, that it's that it's been going on, and we're flat out bankruptcy. Send you home. Bye. Don't come back. I don't know that it was quick trigger. I I'm Vince is a businessman. You know he he. I'd say he probably got his ducks in a row. I'd say he probably had investors lined up. I'd say he probably had a business plan. And I would venture to say part of that business plan included, uh, okay, with this much revenue, we can run this. And then we can run this the next year. And then we can run this the next year. And now we've just taken out half the season, so there's half that revenue gone. So he's probably looking at projections is what I would imagine. Yeah. And, and at that point, he just flat knows black and white. We can't recover. We cannot recover for the next season. Now, maybe what he's doing now, because I don't see him just giving up. I mean, he did the original XFL, and, I mean, he said, I'll be back. And he was, and he put out a really good product. I don't see him giving up again. And Yeah, because this wasn't, this wasn't a failed attempt. No. I mean, this was, this was just, it, it wouldn't matter. And, and if I had to guess, I would say they understood that in year one they were going to be operating uh, a little closer to the margin yeah. uh, than they would in other years because uh, they had to build, a, build franchises, they had to build things, they had to invest money to get uniforms and what have you rolling. So I, I think they were probably playing it close to that red line anyway. And then when things went to pot, it just it, it yeah. Just I mean, I talked this up to a natural disaster, which yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, I wonder of, if they had insurance. Oh, call Jake <laughs> from State Farm. Yeah, Jackie. He sounds hideous. Yeah. Well, he's a dude. <laughs> uh, but I love those commercials. He's, do, do, have you seen the newest one? It's the new State Farm guy. Ah, but I think his name's Jake as well. But I don't, maybe so he's a younger guy, and uh, and same same front end of the commercial, man, woman, late at night, whatever. And he goes, "What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm?" 
and he she he looks over and he ho- covers the phone. And he goes, "They ever ask you what you're wearing?" <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one, but it sounds funny. It's a good one. It's a good one. But uh, anyway, uh, we've kind of ground on on the XFL and and my disappointment in the fact that there are no more, or at least at this moment, they are restructuring in bankruptcy. uh, That's what 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 could happen. Uh, You you know, and and I think we'll know we'll know sooner rather than later. I think you know by by the fall we'll understand whether this was you know. Lock, stock, and barrel. You start seeing signs come down, and stadiums get repurposed, or you know, or you know, you see uh, this thing go. Oh well, we're going to cut you know two teams, and then we're going to run it this way. Da da da. We can only hope. But at this rate, you know, uh, strike one was XFL 1.0. Uh, strike two was the AAF, and then strike three was the XFL 2.0. So uh, it it is one of those things. It's disturbing. It's a little bit, it kind of angers yourself. It's like that whole, I can't believe I let him hurt me again. I can't believe I let spring football get me again. Yeah, but at the same time, I I can't look at it like that because they didn't get me. A bat soup got me. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't their fault. Yeah. It just hit them in year one. Bat soup. If the if this show is re- put into one phrase, bat soup. We'll be right back. We're going to do a little start bench cut all over the gamut as we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right here on the grind, you're listening 100.9 FM and streaming at WKVL.com. Your hometown we'll right alternative to ordinary sports radio, 100.9 FM, 8:50 AM. Rocky Top Sports. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. And welcome back. In- the Blunt Partnership is committed to leading the Blunt County business community through this coronavirus outbreak. We will continue to be a resource for all businesses as well as supplying up-to-date information for our community. Please check out our website for updated information at www.bluntchamber.com or search for Blunt Chamber on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. This announcement from the Knox Area Rescue Ministries. Carm Stores is taking action to protect donors, customers, volunteers, and team members amidst the COVID-19 situation. In accordance with Executive Order 23 by the Governor of Tennessee, all donation centers and retail operations are closed until the order has expired. Please keep all your items for donation until our donation locations are able to reopen. Your continued support is essential to helping us continue to serve the homeless and those in need in the Knox area. 
This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we grind it out right here on a Tuesday edition of The Grind. Start Bench Cut 2.0 as we did it yesterday with Boone. We'll do it again with you. Uh, I kind of spread it across the gamut because that seems to be our mantra on Tuesdays and Thursdays, just off the reservation, in the rabbit hole, however people want to say it. We cover everything. We get a little walled in here. Get a little walled. But uh, first, you know the premise of start, bench, cut, right? Yes. Start one, bench one, and cut one. And sometimes this is going to be hard because that's what it should do. But if if you're out there and you're listening six to seven, if you're on your way to work, if you're essential, uh, one, we appreciate you, but two, I want you to give us a call. Uh, if you agree with Jeff, if you agree with me, if you say we both kind of left the left the reservation, then then let us know, 865-983-4310. If you're on the re-air 2-3, to three, you won't be able to call in, but you can send us, send us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or any of the social medias. So give us a hit. Uh, and, and, of course, you can check out all those social medias at our website, thegrindonsports.com. But all that taken care of, Jeff. Number one, and I kind of hinted to the names uh, before, Star Bench Cut, XFL 1.0, the Alliance of American Football, and XFL 2020 or 2019. Yes. So, my start is going to obviously be the XFL 2.0. Yeah, I think it's a good point. Yeah. And then, now this is where I get a little wonky on the next two because my bench is going to be the XFL 1.0. And then my cut will be the AAF. Right. And and I do that because the the XFL 1.0 was flashy. You know, it was fun, it was crazy, it was way out there. The AAF was just it was it was CFL. And it wasn't even a good CFL. I was going to say, I don't even know if it was a good CFL. But And so I, if if the AAF never happened, none of us would ever be upset. Mm-hmm. And 10 years from now, we may not even be talking about it. But 10 years from now, we'll still mention he hate me. You know who? You're exactly right. You know who will still be talking about AAF? Steve Spurrier. Yeah. he thinks yeah. that was, yeah. So that that's why I went the way I went. I'll tell you, you, you have the, the, the right start. I mean, XFL 2.0, obviously the pieces were together. And, and should the economy have stuck, if it would have stayed up, you know, I, I think there's no doubt where this thing could have went. It, it would have been a recurring thing. But 
it didn't. So, but again, in this in this this realm, it's going to get the start for me as well. 1.0 gets the 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 bench because he hate me. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Brom uh, sitting there going, "Am I still breathing?" Then yeah, I'm ready to play. That's I mean, right. that's that's a moment. Uh, you, you know, the fact that they were just raw. I mean, it was it was kind of safety at the. Uh, to the wind and and just get after it and and there was a certain place for that it was a little bit of uh you know i think monster energy when when they took over nascar they took the xfl girls and made them they made them monster girls <laughs> i mean it was that level of there was a lot of things that came from the xfl that now are in mainstream sports yes so i, I think you give them the bench and then the aaf honestly honestly we could have started a blunt broadcasting football league and probably done as good as they did I think so. I mean, I think the business plan was weak. The the quick trigger to sell out was weak. And, and then, honestly, the execution was pretty weak. I mean, I, I thought Orlando, and I'll give Steve Spurrier some some, uh, some room there. The fun and gun came back to Orlando, and, and it, was, it was fun to watch him kind of slinging all over the place. But he wasn't doing it against good defenses. No. I mean, it was it was basically like a Division One team playing a division, you know, like, it's always hard to understand, do I have a good product when I have to ask the question, was that offense really good or was that defense really bad? And yeah. when I can't answer that, product's pretty bad. You have a bad product. Yeah. So I, I think you, you were you were spot on with your ranking, and, and we can't keep this up. We got we to break this up. We got to break it up. We will. Start bench cut number two. I think this is where we'll, we'll differ a little bit. Tombstone, the movie. We're going to the movies. Tombstone, the movie 300, or Braveheart? Okay. My start is Tombstone. My bench is 300, and my cut is Braveheart. William Wallace gets yeah. cut? And and there's – see, I'm I'm a history guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge history guy. And Tombstone almost had it exactly the way it went. They're all historically based. Yes, except some are not as much as others. So well, 300 yeah. was pretty close, but, you know, like giant guys with no arms and big blades. Yeah. For visuals, way to go. Now, Braveheart, a lot of that was fabricated. Yeah. There and was a William Wallace. There was there a William Wallace. There, there was, was a situation, but, uh, yeah. uh, 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 Robert the Bruce. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of that didn't play out like it. They they dramatized it. A complete dramatization, as the gecko would say. Yeah. Uh, so I I think you 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 again started strong. I actually started three hundred. Okay. I started three hundred. Uh, and, and the reason being is I'm pretty sure your beard grows about an inch when you watch three hundred. Uh, your chest gets a little puffier when you watch three hundred, and you're ready to go fight an army. Like yeah. I like watching 300 right before the Florida game, uh, just because I know <laughs> uh-huh. I'm gonna be in the stands the next day and need a little extra. But uh, I started 300 bench tombstone, and that was the hardest thing I've probably done in this whole this whole getup. That was because, tough. It was tough because I love tombstone. Like, uh, you know, Doc Holliday, and, and and he's got TB, and they say, "Are you sick?" And he goes, "I'm in my prime." Yeah, like that's. I mean, that's the moments. Uh, you know, I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, the the I'm coming and hell's coming with me. I mean that's those are moments that you will always, or at least our generation, will always repeat. Oh yeah. So it, you know, 
And, and 300 doesn't have that other than, you know, tonight we dine in hell. We will you know? fight in the shade. Yeah, and, and I love it. Uh, this is Sparta. I mean, I still do that. I like, you know, I, you know, me and my little boys will be like wrestling. I'll knock them over the pillow and say this is Sparta. I talk about Spartan kicking things all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I just, the way it's filmed, 300, it just, it's, I call it the man movie because it's just like, it's testosterone like, you just retch over to the there. max. Yeah. Well, yeah, you turned it to the red line, and then you just broke the the, the yes. knob off. So that's where I went with that. Tombstone was my bench, and then Braveheart was my cut. And it's just because I don't know. I I, I hate when Hollywood and I love the movie Braveheart. I do too. But I, I feel, do too. But I feel like too many times they're like, oh, this is just a history story. Let's put a love story in it. Yes. Or or this is a this is a racing movie, but it, you know he's not that good. So let's put a love story in it. I'm like, come on, there doesn't always have to be a girl. <laughs> Two of my biggest problems, and not nothing against girls. Titanic and Pearl Harbor, right? Because like Pearl Harbor, that is so epic, and you they should have retitled it Love Triangle, at which Pearl Harbor happens along the way. I'll be honest with you. And after Titanic, I'm I'm uh, I check everything that I get received from shipping after the car scene. I'm like <laughs> I'm like that guy didn't plan for that. Like that was bad. Whoa. But uh, but yeah. So that's my start bench cut. So I feel like we had a little difference there. Yeah, a little different. We got to get somebody to grade us. We got to have like a third party. There's gonna be a big difference in. in the next one. I'll you think you so? Oh you yeah. Think so. Well, let's see what we got. So now we're gonna step back in in into sports. NBA All Star Game. Pro Bowl or MLB All-Star Game, start one, bench one, and cut one. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say that I axed out the NBA All-Star Game because it doesn't matter. They don't play defense, <laughs> and the scores are almost 200 to 200. Yeah. So I, 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 that one's cut not even em. cut. That's just I axed it out. I'm starting the NHL All-Star Game. Oh, you've got a sub. Yes. Wow. Because like the way that they structure it, they do the old school – backyard two captains and you pick your teams then they do a skills challenge the captains put forth players for the skills challenge and then they have the four comp or there's two conferences but four divisions four divisions put forth their teams and they do a bracket to figure out who wins that's ultimate competition for an all-star game. so that's your start that's my start oh wow you brought in a ringer i did all right now my bench is the MLB All-Star Game. And the reason I bench them is because they have good competition, but their game still means something. Yeah, home They're, field in the exactly. World Series. Yeah. And then my cut is the Pro Bowl because it's worthless, it doesn't mean anything, nobody wants to play it, and they play it at the worst possible time of the year. So, and I, I applaud Jeff for, for going well outside the box because – there is really no box here. So, uh, but NHL, I didn't bring it up. I'll be honest with you. I, I stayed within I the confines of the start bench cut, but I did cut. I did cut the NBA All Star Game because the same reasons you said. Like if if I would have said the NBA dunk contest, it'd have been a little higher on the list. I'll be honest with you because I, I, I yeah. like it. I like it. But the All Star Game, it's just kind of bogus. I mean, it's like it, it's the show up. Honestly, the the celebrity game's more exciting than the NBA All-Star Game. Back in the day when MTV did the Rock and Jock, uh, <laughs> like that game, We're that, telling that, our age, that was fun. Yeah, right? Three basketball goals stacked on top of each other. Yeah. They had certain parts on the ground that you Jumpy could. Jumpy thing. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That world, was more entertaining. World. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but on the flip, uh, 
I cut the NBA All-Star game. I benched the Pro Bowl. And the only reason I even left it is because the NBA All-Star game's worse. And 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 the reason I benched the 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 Pro Bowl and the reason it reason it stayed up and the reason it it went down is almost similar. I like what happens sometimes in the in the Pro Bowl. Like the Jeff Saturday Peyton Manning situation where they retired as AF AFC NFC teams, but he went out there and snapped to him like, you know, one of the last times he ever ever got a snap. That's true. So there's some cool points there. Uh, I think it's cool to see, you know, uh, uh, you know a st- you're not going to like this. A Steeler throw to a Cowboy or or you know other teams throw to other teams that you're never going to see. Like yeah. you're not going to see a well, you're not going to see a Peyton Manning throw to a Julian Edelman. You're not going to see a uh, I'm trying to think, like a Brett Favre, which they didn't play at the same time, backup. Drew Brees throw to a Gronk. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's some things that can happen in the realm of, of Pro Bowl that even though it's not going to get guarded, it's not going to be a big tackle, it's cool to see greatness throw to greatness. And, and in that realm, I keep them on the bench. And then that Major League Baseball All-Star game, because it's a week of pageantry. It's awesome because you, you've got not only have these guys really put, up, put forth the work, and, and you've got some big time sluggers. Like again, if it was the the and and I'll save this one. I might poster this one. If it was the dunk contest, the home run derby, and something else, then that's another conversation to be continued. Uh, but the major league baseball thing again, it's greatness on greatness. You know, you're seeing especially if it's like an AFC deal or an, or an AL deal. Sorry, an American League deal. You're going to see Yankees and Red Sox on the same team. You're going to see Nationals, Mets, and Braves on the same team. So those those dynamics are cool because at the end of the day, yeah, fans hate fans, and in and, and some in maybe the Bronx and the in Boston they hate each other. But there is a certain respect for greatness. And again, the when you know just case in point when uh, you know Pedro Martinez and Derek Jeter was on the same All Star team. You know, when, That's when, cool. when yeah. Aaron Judge and Mookie Betts are on the same all-star team. I mean, there's some coolness there. Real quick side note, too, about the NHL. This past all-star, they brought women into it, too. Really? Women competed in the skills challenge, especially the fastest skater. And they had a playoff between the Canadian women's team and the U.S. Uh, Olympic hockey team. Really? Yep. Yeah. That was awesome. Jeff's creating Google Google bait right here. It's going to be Google bait that later. That was cool. It's going to be good. So we were different. We were different. Which we were different for good reasons. Jeff brought in a drop. Brought in a ringer, and uh, and I like it. So, um, like I said, we're gonna have to. We're gonna find somebody that listens on a third party level and calls in and gives us a winner here. That's a good idea. Uh, number four, we're gonna head to the table because oh, as a hard. as a Chubs, I uh, I uh, I am one that uh, that wants to. Uh, that wants to do do a little bit of eating while I'm watching sports and start bench cut hot wings, nachos and cheese, and hot dogs. This one was tough. This one I had to really because they're all perfect for this. And if I'm sitting down and I want to eat something during a sporting event or a game, I so my start was. Probably nachos and cheese. My bench was hot wings, and then my cut was hot dogs. And the reason I went with all this is because 
It, you cut just, the Frank? I, I did. And I, nachos, just you can put anything you want on nachos and cheese. And they're perfect for sporting events. Anything. See, and, see, that's where we're different. That's where we're different. If I'd have said Petro's, totally different. If you just said Petros, that would have been my start all day long. Yeah, it's just over. It's like it's like who's going to be the first loser. That's yes. what we got to talk about. But so I'm completely different. Hey. Completely different. Uh, I do go and, and I went all about functionality in this because I'm thinking about being at the ballpark, being at the stadium, or what have you. So I went and and because again I didn't dictate bone in bone out hot wings so it kind of threw me for a little curve but i started hot dog oh like if you've ever been to neyland stadium and and i hope i hope older tennessee fans will, will will be listening about right now when you had the i can't remember i think it was johnsonville i can't remember but it was the greatest hot dog ever in like an aluminum baggy thing and it had a Goulden's brown mustard package in it there wasn't anything like it. There wasn't anything like it. Like, I literally, opening game, went to Neyland Stadium. We watched the Vol Walk. We went over and watched uh, Bob and Tim talk a little bit. And then I would walk up the, the stadium ramp, mouth-watering, because I knew I was about to buy two of them bad boys and a big old Coke. I mean, it was That's the, fair. It was That's the turn, fair. right? And then I had on my bench nachos and cheese, just because of what you said. You can put the jalapenos on there. You can have a little salsa. You could do different things. And now with the 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 plethora that Neyland Stadium, Thompson Bowling Arena, and those were my two decisions. Like that, that's where I was taking this was when I watched Tennessee. And, and so nachos and cheese was pretty versatile. So I gave them the the bench card, and then I cut hot wings. One because they don't have hot wings at Neyland Stadium or Thompson Bowling, and two. Because I'm, I have two little boys, so functionality came into play. <laughs> so if they're bone in hot wings, if You're they're good. bone in, well, no, 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 I love them, but I'm gonna have to eat them. And where do I wipe my hands? I've got my oh, orange bone in. That's right. I've got my orange jerseys on, so I don't want to get the the sauce on them. I got maybe my little boys are running down the steps, so I got to grab them. So Jackson and Neyland played a big part in in this that's decision fair. because. Because I uh, I like functionality. I like being able to eat, sit down, and not worry about it again. And and the first two gave me that. And uh, hot wings, there was just a little too much volatility. In That's that. true. I like that big that. word, big word, volatility. So anyway, there there's where I stand on uh, on I guess eateries uh, as we watch uh, ball. But as we get back to sports, and I've tried to do that. I try to go into sports, out of sports, into sports, out of sports. So number five, and, and this one's. This one's going to tug at your heartstrings a little bit. Brian Erlacher, Ray Lewis, James Harrison, line, NFL linebacker, Hall of Famers, start bench cut. So for this one, I've got my black gold sunglasses on. And like I just have, just for the fans out there, are they black with yellow lenses or are they yellow? One is with black, black and one is yellow. Really? What oh, are yeah. the frames? Uh, the they frames stri- are they like those ugly striped jerseys? Ooh, that the I like have? that. Good yeah. call. That's exactly what they are. Yeah, yeah. the with bumblebee your, glasses. Yeah, with the white box with your number on the side. Yep. Yeah, only on one side too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you got you got to walk with your head crooked because it's. <laughs> so I'm gonna start 
James Harrison. And I do have reason for this because not only did he have a, a, just an amazing, prolific career that he played forever, the guy's ageless, he also had that interception return in the Super Bowl, probably in the same Super Bowl of, of amazing moments that is in the top three, probably top two. And that that's my start. The guy was just a fantastic pass rusher, and he was just always in the right spot. My bench is Brian Urlacher because no. it's Brian Urlacher. He cuts Ray. And I cut Ray Lewis because he's a Raven. We don't like the Ravens, and the dude got away with it. Biased. biased. Oh, super biased. There's super no doubt. Biased. Dude's super biased. Okay. So, wow. Wow. We're, we're not completely flipped. I can't like Ray Lewis. I can't. I just it doesn't happen. I'll be honest with you. I if if I had to if I had to build a team, he would be my starting middle linebacker. No. You know why? I'm gonna tell you just now. I'm gonna tell you right here. So my start is Ray Lewis. And the reason being is he wins a Super Bowl in 01, then wins a Super Bowl in 18. He's the driver on both those teams. Yeah, I don't I don't he argue. He is the monster and, and here's the thing. Uh I'm a huge Peyton Manning fan. I know that shocks a lot of people. Uh, I'm a huge Peyton Manning fan. And, and the thing is, when Peyton was talking about like the way he, you know, when they did that Peyton's place where he went to he went to uh, Baltimore and was talking to Ray Lewis, they were eating the crab or whatever. And and he literally, they were showing clips to where you got to know where 52's at. You got to know where 52's at. And he, he respected Ray at that level. And, and Ray was just, honestly, if I was an offensive player, lineman, running back, whatever. If I saw 52 over there with that dark shield and just looking at me, I mean, I would have probably like started just kind of jerking around, you know, but like, oh, this is going to hurt. <laughs> and, and because he was just – he was violent. And the thing is, at a middle linebacker spot, that's what you got to have. James Harrison had yep. it nasty, like one of my favorite James Harrison. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Uh, but Ray Lewis is my start just because he did it for so long, knew when to get in, when to get out. Uh, I don't hold it against him that he's a hurricane because, I mean, Lord knows I could. But uh, I, think, I think he's just – he's a monster. And, and honestly, he's he's a guy that made the sport better while he was in it. And and so I start Ray Lewis. James Harrison's my bench. James Harrison's my bench. And uh, uh, the reason I put him there is, is my favorite quote from Hard Knocks ever is when he's with the Bengals. And uh, they come in there, and they've got Andy Dalton, and they've got his, their arm around him, and they say, which is kind of a pun now. But, uh, you know, Andy Dalton's coming in, and they go, oh, this is the franchise. This is the franchise. you got to take care of him, James. He goes, I'm going to hit him. And they said, no, 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 no. No, he's going to have the black jersey on. You, you can't hit him. He goes, if he's got that football, I'm going to hit him. And I was like, yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm not real comfortable with him driving home, but wow, yeah. He, he – had some really, really cool articles where he does not believe in participation trophies, period. You didn't earn it. You don't get it. And, and that's, that was how he believed. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing of, uh, of the past, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> that belief. But, but I love it. I love I mean, it. Well, it's true. I mean, there's, there's some truth to that. Oh, there is. Absolutely. But I, but I, I bench James Harrison. I think he's, he's right there. He's, he's, he's one B. I put him in there. Uh, and then I cut Brian Erlacher, and it, it bothered me because I feel like Brian Erlacher was great on a really, really bad Bears. Yeah, 
a decade. I mean, he and was. He let Jerome Bettis truck him. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I I didn't think about it. I had a Raven and a Bear and a and a Steeler. This that kind of made it easy for you. It oh, was you just totally. It's like who was I going to cut? If, it wouldn't. If I didn't pick like a fan, I would have benched Ray Lewis. I'll be honest though, if it, if if you didn't pick like a fan, I don't know that you would have held to our show standards. That's true but, too. But uh I, I like it. I like it. Brian Erlacher, great player, Hall of Famer now already. Oh yeah. And and will will be looked at in the in the same lights as as you know, Butkus as as a lot of these guys that that went and played for the Bears. Oh yeah. The the monsters of the Midway and and and, and just in this in this lineup, he he got cut. Uh, then the last one, a little video game reference because me and Boone's not a video gamer, but I know you are, and I know you'll you'll know all these hooks right yes. here. And and it goes NFL Blitz. That was probably in '64. Yes. Uh, GoldenEye 007 in '64, and then Grand Theft Auto, probably a PlayStation yep. game. You got them all. Um, start bench cut. So start is GoldenEye, and and that's so. yeah. I have to. That game changed everything. <laughs> then you have NFL Blitz. Was it, was it the first first-person shooter? No. Um, I think there was there were some others that came before it, but it was really the first one to put a multiplayer out there, not mm. like online or anything. It was it was totally in, in your mom's basement. But yeah. you you had that interaction with four people at one time that was just like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? <laughs> and then. My bench is NFL Blitz because it, it was just off the chain. You know, being able to body slam people, pile 17 guys on. You did stuff in that game that you would never see in real life, and if you did, they were flags upon right. flags. <laughs> and, and it was cool because it me- it meshed like, uh, you know, Monstars from uh, yes. from like uh, – Everybody oh, was way that? oversized Space Jam. Space Jam. They were all oversized. They were monsters, and it was just fun. And and then my my cut is Grand Theft Auto and and it's not that, that I I don't have a I have no grudge against it it was just I didn't grow up with it. See I want I thought about going the opposite direction and doing Goldeneye, uh, doing but I thought they were just too different. And I thought about doing Goldeneye, uh, Call of Duty, and like uh, World of Warcraft or something like that. But because they were all like kind of that first person thing, but I didn't have any background in them. So now. <laughs> If you look at longevity wise, Grand Theft Auto is still kicking. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, the other two aren't. Right. Well, I don't know. I literally, uh, because GoldenEye 007 is preloaded on the N64 Classic, it's one of the few reasons why I want to buy one. It. Yeah. It. Here's the problem: in a world of online play, not being able to hurts. See, see, but I'm totally okay with that. And you want to know why? Sidebar here. Uh, here's the total reason why I played Madden online like three times, got slammed three straight times once by, I'm pretty sure a seven year old, uh, Asian kid. Uh, the second time was by, um, I'm pretty sure it was my best friend's sister. And then the third time, I don't know because I quit halfway through. I Bubba Wallace the crap out of that one. (laughs) Your pride is all kinds of broken. (laughs) I'm like, I just can't do it. And I picked easy and everything, and their their stats were way down. And I was like, yeah, that's my that's my Huckleberry (laughs) right there. And then I got blasted. So I'm like, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. So anyway, I play against my little boys like real men do, and win, and and yeah, champion, hold up the trophy. Way to go. I'm just kidding. 
I don't play against the boys, but they watch me. And and when I you know when I'm about to lose, I'm like, eh, pause. End of game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But my uh, my start bench cut is similar. Uh, I went I went Golden Knight number one just because kind of the same reasons you said. One multiplayer was a thing. Like me and my stepdad, we would play, and it was kind of one of those. He watches me play. I watch him play. He watches me play. I watch him play. Because back in the day, growing up in rural East Tennessee, we had one controller. Yep. You kind of roll with it. Well, we ended up getting the second controller, but a lot of the games we still kind of – it was tough to play against each other because he was just a lot older, a lot better, and I just – it just didn't work because you couldn't compete. But now walking around, kind of knowing the map and, and finding the other person – I mean, that levels the playing field huge. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. So, anyway, loved GoldenEye 007 uh, for N64. Blitz was number two, and, and Grand Theft Auto was three. The reason Blitz was two is because I played football growing up, and so that honestly, it gave me a lot of, like, what you wanted to do, like mm-hmm. what, and even sometimes what you thought you were doing. Like, you ever, like, make a really good tackle, and you're like, man, man, I did, I just flat went out there and, and insert name here, like the NFL player, Da da da! I slammed him down, and then you watch it on like home video, and you're like, "That's not really the way I thought." And I, I didn't <laughs> think my pants slid down like that, <laughs> you know, because you'd be cracking, right? Uh, taking making the tackle, but but anyway, I loved how it read it out the screen when you would like get like super, you know, whatever blitz mode or whatever. I love that because I mean that's that's legit. When you get angry, it just happens. You go red, and, and then I I cut Grand Theft Auto one because again. <laughs> And I don't know what this says about me as a gamer. I don't know what this puts me in in my profile. But uh, I just don't go through the this, this steps. I do the free drive thing. Like yeah, where you go that's, around, that's what I did too. Yeah, right? you go around, you blow the cars up, you know, you change cars, you, you do whatever. Uh, you try to keep it clean, see how fast you can go. Uh, I almost put NASCAR 99 in there. I had that one. That was awesome. That was Dale good. Earnhardt on the front, yeah. But anyway, uh, Starbench Cut 2.0, I think it was a success. We're going to put Boone on the spot tomorrow with a little Maryville College Starbench Cut and uh, and see what happens uh, as we grind this thing out. But let's take our last break of the day, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we're going to talk about NASCAR. We're going to talk about a little Kyle Larson and how iRacing two weeks in a row has had somebody get uh, in trouble based on what was said or how they left the game. We'll talk about it on the flip. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. 
This is Alex Melvin, CEO of Royal King. We at Royal King are grateful to serve our communities, providing the essential products you need for your family, farms, and homes. But to continue to have that privilege, we need the help of our customers. We insist no more than one adult per cart can shop at one time. Royal King is here to assist you with your shopping and loading needs. God bless all of you, and God bless our country. From Royal King, America's farm and home store. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. This is Wayne Kaiser, host of Rocky Top Sports, sports radio show, The Grind. If you're looking for a way to catch The Grind, not in its normal programming, if you can't make that six to seven hour, check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. It's the hub for everything The Grind. We've got Twitter feed, Facebook feed, and of course, SoundCloud. If you miss a show, you don't have to miss it forever. Check it out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. A public service from your friends at Blunt Broadcasting Corporation and the Blunt County Public Library. Despite restrictions due to the COVID-19 pandemic, many public libraries are continuing to serve their communities in partnership with the Tennessee State Library and Archives, offering several online resources for learning at home, research, and entertainment. Through curbside pickup services, some libraries are loaning out books and materials after sanitizing them following CDC guidelines and letting them sit at least 24 hours before lending them again. In Maryville, children can attend story time with songs and a simple crafting project by Facebook Live. Many libraries are still offering free Wi-Fi and patrons can access the internet on their smartphone, laptop, or tablet from the safety of their car in the library's parking lot. Libraries are also waiving overdue fines for anyone unable to return books and materials. For more information about the Blunt Library, the programs and services, call 865-982-0981 or visit the website at bluntlibrary.org. A public service from your friends at Blunt Broadcasting Corporation and the Blunt County Public Library. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19. Those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit SalvationArmyUSA.org. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do Tennessee's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! <laughs> Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 
We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is Sports Radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeffy Mack as we grind it out here on a Tuesday edition of The Grind. Jeff, we've talked start bench cut, got a little interesting there. Uh, talked a little bit about the XFL and how they let us down. And then now we're going to talk about iRacing and how anytime you bring you merge two, two dynamics, things get a little hairy. Uh, now, granted, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface all this by saying what Kyle Larson said uh, Sunday. Uh, I, I don't I don't understand why it's still a thing. I don't know why it's still a word. I don't know why it's even at the tip of anybody's tongue. But here's the thing: if we wasn't broadcasting these races, he could have said it, and it, yes. it would have went on. So I guess my dynamic is is we've merged these two worlds: Fox Sports and iRacing. I'm not trying to say that it's good, and I'm not again put it out there this is wrong he shouldn't have ever said it there's no place for it but what i'm saying is if you tell me kyle larson is the first person to ever say that on a microphone in iRacing i'll call you a liar till the day i die yeah it i of course horrible shouldn't have said it bad don't do that you know but at the same time you've merged the world of online gaming and the world of you ever watched one of those YouTube videos of like Call of Duty? Like I literally, oh, it's bad. it was after one of my little boys videos, and I literally couldn't get to the X no. button quick enough. No, because it's it's terrible. And and honestly, yeah, it's it's online gaming. There's a there's a dynamic that that this is this is freedom of speech. Yes, ter- and I'm gonna say whatever I want, and if you don't like it, don't play with me. And that and and you and I talked a little bit about this off air. Is if I if I'm a NASCAR driver, I'm getting out. I'm out because this is this is opening up Pandora's box. This is opening up. You're getting attention in in areas that you're used to not ever getting attention, and whether it's right, wrong, or in between, it, it, it's going to be judged as wrong no matter what. And you just get out while you can. I tell you what, I and here's the thing. That's why that's why you can't be too complicated with this stuff. You know who he was talking to? His, His spotter. spotter. Yeah. Who needs a spotter? That's why yeah. you put that little picture in a picture and you kind of spot yourself. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's it's the world we live in. It's that's the world of online gaming, and these guys are probably never going to understand it. You know, they're all an older generation, yeah. and, and and that's not a knock. That's just that's just that's and, the and truth. that's not the and that's that is the point. But but really, it's just one of those deals like. Why didn't we vet this out? Did they? Do they? Do they have a drivers' meeting every week? Where they, they, they were flying by the seat of their pants. They saw dollar signs in a world that doesn't have any dollar signs, and they were like, "Hey, it's something." And here's what I have a problem with, because again, you're merging two worlds that aren't ever supposed to be together, and now they are. And I understand he's the face of a franchise and he's the face of a race team or whatever. But to me, you ban him from iRacing, racing, but Chip Ganassi racing, you should say. You know, we're going to find him this and move on. Yeah. Move on. 
Because here's the deal: if he would have assaulted someone, that's different. Sure. If he would have, you know, if he would have, you know, lost in the race and went over to somebody's house and got in a fight, that's different. But you know what? He didn't. No. What he did was is he ran that trap, and he's got to fix that. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you ever watch the movie Scarface? There's plenty of bad language. They put a beep on it. Yep. Anyway, we're on our way out. Don't miss Top of the Hour. Jason Swain, the Swain event. And what is a block of sports right here at WKVL? If you're on your way to work or on your way home, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on. We'll see you tomorrow.